0: Okay, hey, the recorder is on.
1: The are you on a boat? Yeah. Please tell me you're on a boat.
0: I'm um, painting um, Painting the hull. So my hands are all black, from black paint. Oh,
1: I wish I was on a boat. Um. I so wish I was on a boat. I so wish I was on a boat. I so
0: I'm going to sail in the archipelago. I mean,
1: I could talk about your boat all day, but we actually have some audio fiction that we need to introduce. So this is Serendipity. Uh, <laughs> the boat
0: version. Uh, where should I go?
1: The boat version.
0: Yes, of course. And I'm on a boat and you're in a and you're in a and you're in a closet.
1: I'm in a closet, but I'm wishing I was in a so
0: boat. Why are you in a closet when you have a sound booth?
1: I, I mean, uh, that's what I'm calling it. But it okay. has enough. So stuff. it's a fake.
0: Yeah, it's a fake closet. Yeah, it's got a lot you're of. you You're in you're, it. Fi- you're fictionalizing your uh, your uh, your closet. Yeah. Your your sand booth into a closet.
1: Right, but I'm on a boat right now, and this is serendipity. So we have two more pieces to feature today. dun da 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 Trumpets, trumpets! Um, And this time, it's the Honorable Mention and the third place winners. So... It's a...
0: Yeah, and what, what... Tell me about the Honorable Mention. Why did we invent such a category?
1: Because we just had too many entries and so many amazing pieces. So... This year we expanded the categories. Last year we just had a uh, first, second, third, and best new artists and this year we added honorable mention to it. And this year's honorable mention um, is kind of a genre that's close to my heart uh, because it is musical theater. So it is a musical. It's called Wait, Wait, Don't Kill Me by Dave. Wait, wait. Holstein. Have you have
0: you have you been singing musicals? No. Have you ever sung a musical?
1: No. Um. No, but I like to go see them. Yeah. And my husband's a composer who composes operas, so I'm a fan. <laughs> and so, so, wait, wait, don't kill me. By David Which Holstein pr- and Alan Schmuckler. And who are they? Um, they're with Wondry's Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes, and uh, they wrote it and composed it. And so, we can give you a little taste of it here. And basically what the story is, it's the...
2: Part 1. A Murder in Baltimore.
0: Baltimore. 1998. A Convenience Store.
1: This is a serialized podcast musical inspired by...
0: By a serial. Serial. Serial.
1: Serial. Yeah, Serial Season 1. Are you trying to shoplift ramen noodles, Sarah Koenig?
0: What? Uh, um, you hear that no, sound? No. Splash! That's rock butter. Just a poor reporter for the Baltimore Sun who writes things nobody reads. <laughs> You're pathetic, <laughs> Sarah Koenig. Shut
1: up, voices. Shut up!
0: It doesn't have to be like this, Sarah. You
1: could afford things, Sarah. Like chicken. And goat cheeses. And and your dreams! dreams, If
0: you listen to us.
1: What do you mean? Tell us about your dreams, Sarah. My dream is to... eat three meals a day. Think Think bigger.
0: bigger! We already know the answer, Sarah Koenig. We
1: just need you to say it. We can help you so hard.
0: Sarah... Sarah, Koenig, Sarah. Hi there. It's your friendly voices. Dolly, we just want to help you. Really? Boy, we like you, Sarah. Smiles. We're excited for you. Easy. All you have to do is do, do as we say.
1: What I want. What I really want. What nobody knows. What I never mention. But what I love. journalist I interview everybody they share their secrets I rise to acclaim I gain recognition my reach is global I shape conversations I make it my world and I find stress who from time to time hears voices Sarah who could blame you Sarah stressed out it's all over for you
0: manic having nightmares Sarah poor girl with a pale complexion listen make us proud of you and smile take a deeper breath and do do as as we say how badly do you want to be a journalist Sarah Katie how badly do you want to taste success how badly do you want to meet Ira Glass and touch his Ira Glass his, His hypnotic voice calls to you, Sarah. Sensitive like, like a woman's, woman's, curious like, like a girl's, girl's. With the undeniable masculine oozes of a sexually confident bar boy. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Leave me alone. Take a risk and know it's worth it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Please, please, Jesus Christ, Christ, put the ramen back. Get your purse and your life on track. Otherwise, you'll be just a hack. Move us to the foreground. Feel us gaining more ground. Say goodbye to your rationales. Say hello to your brand new pals. Give us the control of, let us leave you home of. Every dream's gonna come to pass. You could even work for Iron Glass. glass I request wow I request now What do I have to do Uh, do you like to sing?
1: I like, to, like sing, to sing, but I'm horrible. I'm so awful, and I I don't think we should sing on this.
0: Do you sing in the
1: shower? No. And hepperman? No, I don't.
0: You never sing in the shower?
1: No, but apparently you do? What? Uh,
0: uh, yeah. Really? I sing. I sing in... Yeah. What? Everybody sings in the shower. No,
1: I don't. No, that's a myth. <laughs> I, how
0: could you have missed this? Everybody no. does it.
1: Even your cat
0: sings in the shower.
1: No, no, no. So tell me about the history of your boat. Does it have a good story? Does it have a name? What's her name?
0: Yeah. Isa. Isa? Yeah. What's that? It's a name.
1: All right. Well, you're being as shifty as our next guest, Randy. (laughs) Uh, So this next piece that we're going to hear is our third place winner. It's uh, called Randy's Mima Died by Andrea Salenzi of Panoply's YOY podcast.
0: Yeah, and who's Randy?
1: uh, Randy is a very interesting guy who uh, has been friends with Andrea, and they've been documenting their friendship uh, for... A while now on Andrea's podcast, so
2: warning, warning: the following episode contains explicit language, sexual content, and Randy. 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 Randy.
3: So I'm sitting in the studio, across from this guy, Randy. You met him on last week's episode, the Quiznos guy. He just drove up from Maryland and then immediately told me that he's high on Bennies, you know, speed.
2: I made the drive in three hours. Usually it takes five. I'm popping a Benny right right before I leave here. I wasn't able to stay up for two nights and drive all the way up here in three hours eating oatmeal, sweetheart.
3: I'm like doubting my decision to even have you on the show in the first place. And I just need to know like why. What was so pressing. Okay,
2: how about this? How about my Nemo died?
3: I know. It's weird that I'm sitting across from a guy on some kind of 1970s Adderall right now. I don't want to like him. I can't stand his misogyny, his politics, his taste in musicals. But then sometimes I notice this glimmer of a nice guy. Very deep behind all the randy. And that's why I stick around.
2: She died around the time the Dirty Grandpa the road trip came out. But she's been sick with the goofy goof. She's been a bit woofy in the, in the head for years.
3: So she's had Alzheimer's.
2: Um, I, I came back from vacation to sandals in Jamaica, and I found her watering her plastic plants. So that was really the start. That was that was when I, I sort of knew, like, something is not right here.
3: Randy was raised by his Mima in a farmhouse on 100 acres of land outside of Poolsville, Maryland. Part of what makes him so out of touch sometimes... Is that he was raised by an older woman, Mima's grandma for him. As a teenager, he spent his weekends helping out Mima, buying her orthopedic socks at the dollar store, or escorting her to the neighborhood bowling league. They'd watch old movies together, and it was always Randy's job to season the popcorn with Old Bay, Mima's favorite. She was the only family he ever really knew.
2: She would yell out wrong answers to Wheel of Fortune. Even when it wasn't on TV, she'd just yell out wrong answers, which she, she would do that before. But now it was the same two answers over and over again. Fernando, who was her hairdresser at the Sagittarius Salon, and um, Sponge. She would always scream out, Sponge.
3: When Randy left the city, when he moved home to Maryland, I'd always assume that it was because he was broke. Never that he had to leave his career in New York and his apartment and everything to help take care of her.
2: I don't like watching people in pain or discomfort.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I gotta be honest, the smells are horrific.
3: Hospitals, yeah.
2: No, this was at home. She she hadn't been cleaning and I hadn't been cleaning. So there was dishes, there was cat food, there was everything. horrendous. And that was something the hospice nurse refused to do, which really upset me.
3: Well it's good you had some help, I guess.
2: Yeah. But I wanted some help with the house. But she I was did.
3: there to take care of Mima.
2: Did she did she? Mima died.
3: And then Randy launched into a story, a story about speaking at Mima's wake. And to spice things up, and mostly for my own entertainment, I've added some suggestive sound design here. And obviously, I wasn't there. This is all just my imagination.
2: So we had a luncheon recently at the Pooks Hill Marriott in the Jefferson Room, which is ironic because Mima always, her least favorite president was, was Jefferson. She thought he was a, a know it all so I thought, I'm going to say something here. Now is the time. And I had had like eight, seven, seven eight months to think about it. And I thought, I want to do Meemaw. I want to honor her. What would she want? Like, what would she really want me to say at this point?
3: I think she just want you to speak from the heart. Comedy.
2: Know? Comedy. That's what she would have wanted with items, props, whatever. That was our absolute favor with the bet. You know, that You know that comedian bedhead or redhead? He's out in Las Vegas. He pulls stuff out of a big plastic bag. And makes jokes about it?
3: I think he's talking about Carrot Top here, but who knows.
2: And uh, there was a table with these um, miniature pickles. You ever see those things? Yeah. Okay. So everyone's eating and thought I'm going to do this properly. So I, I clinked a glass with, with a spoon. And I said, uh, you know, everyone, if we could just have a, a, some quiet here, I would just want to say a few words. We are all gathered here to uh, commiserate the life and times of Frida. I used to call her Mima, but her real name was Frida. Okay. And I said, you know, it was a long life. It was an interesting life up until the end when she didn't do anything or say anything. But I didn't say that. So then I began to cry, which was not fake. I was truly, truly upset. And others started to cry at that point. It was, it was like, oh. ca- yeah, it was catching. At that point, I launched into my jokes. And the first one went good. And I knew at that point, I thought at that point, like this is going to go fine. And the first joke was something like, "Meme always hated to, meme always hated to miss an event, but she's she's definitely going to miss this one." <laughs> and, uh, and there's a few chuckles. And you know that was the first joke so I wasn't launching into that hard. And then I pulled out a plastic bag um, where I had some props, and I pulled out the first. Prop and it was a pair of uh, Meemaw's bloomers. Oh my God. Yeah, which had a stain on the back. What? I, I, I had a duty stain. I never washed it, but I didn't show that at first. And I said, uh, You know, uh, Meemaw wasn't always perfect. And then I turned the bloomers around and everyone kind of gasped. And I said, Yeah, but she always did her best except when her best was crap. So then people were laughing. At that point, th- you could tell that they're into it.
3: This is so embarrassing for her.
2: She, I'm telling you, this this is what she would have wanted. I then pulled out another thing from the plastic bag, and I held it up, and I said, "Mima didn't always look as good as she she as she could, and then I showed everyone a pair of what looked to be dentures, um, which she had a few, and then I talked, like, by gumming, like, she, by the end, she was gumming, so everything sounded like this, but then I, I said the joke of gumming, and I said, her hair dentures are really cheap. She bought them at a dollar store. And then I brought out chattering teeth, which you would find... Or, you know, like at a magic shop, a gag shop, which is where I got them. And then also fake vampire teeth, a plastic eye. And they popped them in my mouth and everyone was laughing. So, I mean, the whole point was that she was imperfect. She wasn't perfect. She was not a perfect person. She'd be the first to – well, she wouldn't be the first to admit it. She would never admit it. But she wasn't perfect. And, you know, she wasn't perfect like any of us. But she still had a lot of good and a lot to offer. And there were people laughing. Some were complaining, but you know, that was just for show, you could tell that they really enjoyed it. And I can tell that they were happy that I was just lightening the mood. And then I pulled the final prop out and it was a big piece of paper and I pulled it out and said Will across it. Now it wasn't a real will. It was like one of those fake T V checks that you get when when you win a lot of money. You know, like one million dollars and written across it in co- in, in cursive. Yeah. So I started to read from it and I and on the back I had already uh, written this, it said something like, it sounded real. So it sounded like something like, Mima's last will and testament. I, Mima, hereby giveth all my property to my grandson, Randy. Everyone else can have what's left over, like my collection of uh, matches. She used to collect matchbooks.
3: This last prop, the fake will, it stunned the room into silence because Mima didn't leave Randy her farm. For whatever reason, Likely to protect him from himself, she only left him 49% of the farm. And the majority share, 51%, was left for his cousins so that they could decide what to do with it. And so far, they're not sold on Randy's plan.
2: I, I probably shouldn't have even be talk, uh, talking about this because it's I'm going through some legal issues right now. I want to sell the farm. Okay. And turn it into a water park, adult entertainment type place.
3: He's picked out some names
2: cast away this way aqua venture splash universe wet wild and wicked and instead of an and it's one of those curly things those apple stands wet wild and then
3: i don't think it's called an apple stand
2: but here's my favorite ragin effing insanity
3: <laughs> llc i could see it makes me think of you
2: yeah ragin r-a-g-i-n e-f-f-i-n then it, ha- insanity Let's, I, um, but I put a lot of thought into this. It's gonna be a
0: huge wave pool. Right now, we're sailing across the Baltic
2: Sea. Yeah. Me and Randy.
0: Oh man. On a boat. Oh boy. High on Benny's. And we're having a we're having a very good time.
1: That's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, until and, and, next and, time.
1: Cause then until next time. Until yes. next time when we're gonna be playing two other winners. The yeah. second and first place winner. Ooh, what are they? I mean <laughs> what you, are they? you can figure it out. Like we've been <laughs> announcing it everywhere and putting it on our website, thesarawards.com. Which you should check out. Because yes. this is Serendipity and we are a podcast, an initiative from Sarah um, Lawrence College. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Sarah Lawrence College. Yep, and And, uh, KCRW's independent radio production company project thingy that
1: gives us money. KCRW's independent producer project. You should probably learn that since they give us money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, KCRW.
1: Yeah, check us out. Send us uh, send us postcards. Particularly now, we love getting postcards.
0: Come and come and sail.
1: Oh my God. Yes. Yeah.
0: The boat is, the boat is, uh, should be renamed Serendipity.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's go. So, okay. So, here's what we're going to do. We, at the end of this, so this podcast, we're going to, instead of riding off in the sunset on a horse, we're going to sail off in the sunset.
0: Sounds perfect.
1: Right? So, yeah. All right. So, we're just going to go out on some amazing sailing sounds. It's beautiful. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's so pretty. Yeah. And the beer is cold and Randy's having a good time. No, with Randy bands.
1: is not on our boat. Randy's not on our boat. It's just <laughs> Randy is not on our boat. It's just the ocean, okay. the sounds of the sailing, the sails. The it's perfect. Seagulls. It's uh oh, it's perfect.